Welcome back to our third episode on Truth or Hair Podcast, Building and Retaining Clientele. I'm your host, Tina Tesh, and I'm with my husband today, Martin Tesh. And we're gonna go, we're gonna talk about so you're you're in a salon now and you're you've got the groove going, you're assisting, you have a great mentor, salon's jamming, you're gaining a, a, a lot of education, you have a lot of hands-on education as well, and you're ready to get behind a chair. So what do you do? So what do you do? So what do you do? What, how do you know when you're ready to start building that clientele? Yeah, so that's a great question. So how do you know when you're ready? Um, is it you that thinks they're ready or is it your mentor or your I think boss it's both. that thinks like, hey, I think you're ready? Yeah, I, I mean, think, yeah, you're right. I think it's both. I've had, I've had assistants in the past that are like within six months ready for a chair. And then I've had a couple that are like, you know, I, I want to learn. I want to, I want to take my time. I want more hands-on education. And it really depends on what type of salon you're in. Well, it also depends on the person, yes. not just the salon. And I tell the girls, you can fly as fast as you want, or you can take your time and really, really learn. It depends on, on the person. Yeah. People, um, I mean, you see it in anything. People, some people are kind of more naturally gifted and and in certain areas right yeah i mean i like okay from me from the guitar perspective i grew up playing with all these guys some people progressed way faster than others and some people just had the natural ability yes and the confidence yeah yes and some people just no matter how much they practiced Mm -hmm. they just didn't have it yeah that's right. And and there's really no right or wrong way. I want to say that because some people feel so rushed. I got to get on the floor. I got to start building clientele. And some people, you know, and that's where I think if you're not ready, that's where mistakes can happen. Yeah. So like, like what, how, what do you mean? How, what, how do mistakes happen? Well, I think if they don't get enough knowledge from their mentor and assisting and enough hands on and they, and the salon like throws them into a chair. Accidents can happen if they're not good with consultations, if they're not good with with hair, if they don't know how to like blend color, if they don't know how to gloss properly, if they don't know the color line and and they don't have the confidence. Mistakes can happen with the hair. Mistakes can happen with during the consult. You know, if they're not if they don't know how to consult correctly. Yeah, and um. I've seen it where they're like overconfident, where they're like, oh, I can do this. I can do that. I can do all this. And then they get on the floor and it's like, it's like disaster. Yeah. Because they want to get there so fast. They want to be on the floor so quickly. And so I think it's up to the, the mentor and the stylist, and the stylist yeah. to both like, like have a conversation, like I'm ready. And, the, and and your mentor will know too. They'll see your work. They'll see your finishing work. They'll see your blending. They'll see, they'll, they'll watch everything. But if you get on the floor and you're looking for that dollar and you're going for it, you know, the, the, the quick buck, that's where mistakes happen. And I feel like a falling outs can happen, you know, falling out with the owner, falling out with, you know, if you're putting someone on the floor and they're not ready, your team's watching, clients yeah. are watching. And if your work's not up to par with that salon. Yeah. And plus the client will never come back and then they badmouth your salon and 
go on Yelp and, you know. You got like one time to make a great impression. And then from that one person, you can start building. Yes. And then, and don't lie to yourself. Be honest with yourself. Am I ready? And, And don't be doing services that you've never done. Make sure you like you've, that's why I love hands-on assisting where you like, cause my girls touch more hair than they've ever touched. I have the girls. I mean, they're not just blow drying. As I said in my previous podcast, they're like, I teach them everything extension work. I mean, they touch the hair, they touch the bonds at the extension. They, they, I have them do some installs. They, I have them touch color. I have them do my glosses and, and finishing and they, they, and I, and I train them to do so. And I, and we talk about what color were you going to use? We talk about, um, in my salon, we use Goldwell, Schwarzkopf, and Redken shades. We talk about all the different types of tones. So they have memory, muscle memory, so they understand. Mm. So that's how you know when you're ready. When you're confident, when your work is good, when your um, mentor that's been mentoring you says you are ready, then you're ready to go. And I'm not saying mistakes can't happen. I mean, even at my level, you know, miscommunications happen. We make adjustments still. I mean, nothing's perfect, but I, but you got to have that confidence yeah. and not just a run to the chair. And like I was saying earlier, it depends on what type of salon you're in and what program they offer. There are salons out there that they have an employee-based salon where you have like a junior stylist, level one, level two, level three, and then, then you, you build your way up to master stylists. Those are great too. In my salon, we're more a luxurious salon, meaning we're a higher price point. So I train my girls hands-on for up to like a year to two years. and But they are in that two years, they're not just assisting. They start taking clients and building their own clients. But I'm, I'm like always their coach. So like I was saying, Wednesday, Thursday, Fridays is when I'm behind the chair. Tuesdays and Saturdays start building their clientele when I'm not in the salon. And, you know, I have them take before pictures for me and, and I help them with consultations and, and, and they're really, really good. And I'm not, I'm not just saying that my girls are, are pretty, they're really well, they're really good. And, and I, I say to them, you can do that service. I know they can do that service. They'll say to me, I'm not ready to do that service because they want to back up the brand. They want to back up the price that we're charging. So because we're high dollar and I put them on the floor at a higher dollar amount because they've trained and worked so hard for so long that I feel like when they're ready, when they say, Tina, I'm ready, I put them on the floor at salon pricing. That's just what works in, in our, in my salon currently today. But how do you know they're ready? Because when they're bringing models in, when they are really like, if we're like on, like if we have a client in the chair and we're glossing them and we're talking about tone and they're like, da, 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 blah, 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 nine MB and a, and nine GI and a, let's throw a 10 P in there. Like if they know, like we're back and forth and they're kind of like getting tone and they're getting like, and they're, I see their confidence building. I see they're showing up for work. They're looking professional when they bring new clients in and I hear them do consultations Cause sometimes when I'm there, when a new client's, you know, they'll bring new clients in why I'm there in the salon and I'll just like listen in mm. and you can just see them grow from the time I hire them to like six months to a year. You can see the confidence growing. You can see their knowledge growing. You can see their finishing work growing. You just know you're ready. Yeah. You're ready for the big leagues. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So like I said, it depends on what type of salon you, you, you're in. And what does that mean? What type of salon are you in? So we are a, I call myself, we're a hybrid salon. So we are employee base. 
and we are independent artists booth or AKA booth rental. So what I do is I bring them in their employees. Employee means they, I give them a check every two weeks at a payroll company and I match our social security, <laughs> all that great stuff being an employee. So from employee, they go, then they start on the floor and they're still an employee. And when they get to a certain weekly number and they're retaining and they're building and retaining and building, then I say, Hey, look, it's time for you to go to your next level, which is <clears throat> chair rental salons where you're yeah. renting space from a salon owner. It's like an umbrella that you, you work under. Um, you don't work for them. You're independent from the salon. You're just leasing space from them. Yeah. So when they start building a clientele, they're still an employee in the salon. And once they really start to grow and retain and grow and retain and grow, then I look and we have a conversation. Hey, look, you're ready for booth rental. So you start off as an employee under me mm-hmm. and then you're still an employee, part assisting, part, part of, you know, doing hair. And then when you start building up, then you jump over to what's called booth rental, my salon. That's your next step. But you're also, when you're in that position, you're building your clientele. And once you have a big enough clientele, you're ready to go to the rental yes. situation. Yes, yes. And I, I, I just feel like in our industry today, that works best. I mean, some people love being an employee forever. Some I know some salons out there, some people don't want to manage their own business and their own books and their own taxes and, 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 and so yeah. on. And some people like being an employee, but yeah. here in Southern California, what I have found is like, they love just to like, they love having their freedom and independence. That's just what I have found. Yeah. I, so I think the main thing is like when you, when you start building a clientele, I think the really important word is called retention how do you retain those people? Because I've seen a lot of I've seen a lot of stylists at the floor, and and I and I see clients coming in, but then I don't see them again. Yeah. Like where'd they go? Yeah, and there's percentages to that too. Of like they come back if you do them once, and then they come back, right? Yeah. So they come back a second time, then the chances of them coming back a third time yes. are even higher. Yes. And then yes. the fourth time is like they're <laughs> like a lifetime. Yeah client. Yes. So the first time is so important. First time is so important. You guys, I cannot stress to you enough how hard it is to get a client. And then the work has got to be spot on your work. And then the customer experience. Yeah. And then the follow up, all that is for their first time in your salon. For me, I am a client. I have a wonderful stylist up in uh, Newport Beach. And she's lovely. So but I go get my hair done because I like to see like how other stylists are. How, I, I, I like being a client too. Yeah. So when I tell my girls, you know, when a new client comes in, show them around the salon, show them around, have them get a client gown on. I love client gowns. It's like a thing where for me, where when a client comes in, it's like they're taking off the day, shedding the day and getting ready for their hair appointment by putting on a client gown and let them know like, here's our restroom. Every woman needs to know where the restroom is. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're so, good. I know they and then they got, they got to figure out who to, who to go in there with. <laughs> right. So show them true. Maybe. Yeah. So show them the around the salon, maybe to a few team members, like make them feel like it's an inviting space, like an inviting atmosphere for them. So you're looking for a spa experience. Yeah. You should feel yeah. like, you know, this is a, uh, you're like pampered. Yes. This is your time. Yes. Like when, when our guests come in to our salon, we always greet them. Hello, I'm Tina. It's great, nice to meet you. 
And I always greet them by their first name. Like, let me show you around. Here is our, this is our, a few team members. And here's our, our relaxing shampoo area. And here's our restroom. And these are our client gowns, da, 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 da. And then I seat them and I ask them if they would like a beverage, a hot or cold beverage. Mm-hmm. We always have snacks on hand. Like we really pamper our guests. Yeah. And then it gets them comfortable. So I think if you're out there and you've never been to a salon and you're a stylist, like go out there and see, see what other salons do. Kind of like to up your game and get some ideas. Yeah, that's true too. So that's what I always recommend to make them feel comfortable. Because I know going to a new salon can be scary for a lot of women or they've been with the same stylist for so many years and the stylist, you know, no longer does hair or for whatever, or they move out of town mm-hmm. and then they're looking for someone new. Yeah. So then, so always make them feel special and yeah. make them feel important and always address them by their first name, introduce yourself to them and then start your consultation process. And, and with that consultation during that consultation process, just really, before and after pictures, I mean, like hair goal pictures are really, really great. Like have them show you some hair goal pictures and go from there. Yeah. And then and then dive deep in that consultation and make sure you both are spot on before you move ahead with that, with the service. Mm-hmm. So you're in a salon. Now you're working, you're jamming, you got clients coming in. And then all of a sudden you're like, well, why hasn't so-and-so been back? And Mary Jane or Beverly haven't been in. <laughs> Where are they? Why did they come back to me? That Mary Jane and Beverly. I know. Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> so then you're like, okay, so then you start like backing up like, oh my God, am I doing something wrong? What am I not doing? Am I not giving a good service? Am I, what am I doing? Do you feel all kind of like like a failure a little bit like yeah. oh my god what did i do like like you're jamming you're on the floor you're in you're you're taking clients like me. you're you're like probably first or second year out of school you're like what's wrong with my retention level yeah my retention rate so which is huge because that's how you start building a clientele so i always tell every i always tell stylists even my even my current my my veteran stylists have, have been with me for years it's very important in today's time, we're talking 2023, we made it through the pandemic, we're here today, to create the value of the service. What does that mean to you when I say that, Martin? It means make this experience worth it. Yes. Because right now with everybody, I mean, people are really watching their bottom dollar. They're oh, watching, yeah. a lot of people are watching the money they're spending. And it's like if you go to a nice restaurant, right? Oh, yeah. And you like, you, you spend a lot there and you like want good service. Yeah. And then you go there and you're like, huh. So here we are. You're at this like nice restaurant. You're spending all this. And then you get like a bad server. Yeah, just a, you get like a bad service. You're not happy. So you're, the amount of money you're spending isn't equal to the experience you just had. And this is. And you feel like you're ripped off. Absolutely. And this is. And I'm not just telling, you know, newer stylists. This is for all stylists. We really need to up our game. We really need to create a great value for our clients. Make sure they're getting a, gr- a great service and great, and not just great hair. Doing hair is not just about hair. Yeah, it's it's listening to your client. It's hearing them, it's understanding them, their wants and their needs and their lifestyle. So you got to hone in on all that when you when when you're when you're with the client every time, not just once. For me, I've had my clientele for 23, 24 years, and I still treat each client as it was the first time I met them. Yeah. Always. I always do a consultation. 
How was your service last time? Is there, do we need to make any adjustments? Is there anything you want to change? Or, and then I make suggestions. Oh, let's try this. Let's try that. Oh, I want to do this. I want to do that. So it's always really important to create, treat your clients as they're always your first clients. Never take them for granted. Yeah. I never do. Yep. And I love my client base. They've been with me for so long. I've had clients move away from me that are like, I still can't find a teen in my, in my, in my town, in my area. And I'm like, search, there's one out there. Yeah. So that's the thing to create a clientele. Like, like really, really go through your steps. Did I, did I hear them? Did I understand them? Did I give them a good consultation? And then your finishing work is the most important work too. How they leave your chair looking and feeling. Make them feel important. Value them forever. Yeah. Not just once, not just twice. As long as you have that relationship with them. It's building that relationship is the most important. Yeah. And their hair, make sure your hair is always done and your makeup's yeah. on point. Don't show up with your hair in a bun or in a, you know, in a clip. Do your hair. Your clients want to see how you do your hair. They look yeah. up to you. Yep. It's, it's something so true. Yeah. They look, they look to you for everything. They look to you for their style. They look, they, they look to you for, for, for their hair color advice, style advice, product advice. Like I'm not going to go to someone and get my hair done if they're wearing their hair up in a high, in a, in a pony. Yeah. You know, someone new, especially like I want someone to look like, Oh, this girl look good. Her hair looks good. Her color looks good. Her makeup looks good. Her eyebrows look good. Yeah. But she looks good. Yeah. Then what I find important is three days to a week, Check in on your client, call them, text them, whatever form of communication you prefer. Reach out to your client. Hi, this is so-and-so from the salon you work at. I'm just checking in to seeing how your, how your color is holding, how your cut went. Check on them. People like, oh, you know, it makes them feel important yeah. that you're thinking of them. Huge. I was going to say, I think you genuinely like to help people. I do. So this isn't about, you know pumping up your ego or anything like that. You like, you really like to help people. I do. And you like to see people succeed. I do. I think that's the driving force yes. behind this Thank podcast. You. Thank you. It's my giving nature. And I really, yeah. it makes me feel really, really good to give back and to help others and see others grow. And like you said, succeed. Thank you for tuning in to our third episode on Truth the Hair podcast. I'm Tina along with my husband, Martin. Yeah, that's me. Thank you. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next week. Yay. Bye. Bye.